This is a podcast from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10:30 a.m. in the Delancey Elam Church building at Le Banks St. Sampson in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. I read some some funny quote the other day about New Year. It says that youth is when you're allowed to stay up late on New Year's Eve and middle age is when you're forced to. And I I kind of feel saddened by that because I feel that I may be in that latter category of being forced to stay up rather than really desiring to. So I wonder how many of us have decided to make New Year's resolutions. Have any of you made New Year's resolutions this year? Yet? No? No? Oh, come on. I always like to make New Year's resolutions. I always find it quite exciting to think, right, what's my New Year's resolution going to be? Apparently, um, I just looked up the uh, top popular resolutions that are going to be made this year, and apparently they go something like this, and you may fit into one of these categories, I'm not sure. Getting into shape, getting more organized, giving up smoking and drinking, getting or changing a job, when I said that, Polly was laughing, <laughs> laughing away at the back there, giving up smoking and drinking there. <laughs> Just saw the little giggles. <laughs> um, keeping a check on expenses, relocating, moving house, finding a mate, learning something new, enjoying more, traveling more, spending more time with the family, working on a hobby or helping others. They are some of the popular resolutions. But unfortunately, statistics tell us that many of us won't keep these resolutions throughout the year. And actually, only 70, uh, 75% of us will keep the resolution past the first week. So that means 25% won't even keep it in the first week. 71% past two weeks. 64% of us will keep the resolution past a month. And 46% of us will keep the resolution after six months. Now, I always guarantee I'm in that 25% that don't make it past that first week if I make resolutions. So... This year, I've decided to make some resolutions that I think that I can keep in 2012. So I've got seven that um, I'm going to have as my news resolutions. Number one, spend more time watching television. Number two, gain weight. Um, Maybe, you know, put on an extra 30 pounds or so. Um, Stop exercising, number three. Four is going to be to procrastinate more. Five is to shop more. Six is to spend less time at work. And seven is to stop bringing lunch from home and, and I should eat out more. Uh, on a lunchtime. So they're my seven New Year's resolutions that I think actually at the end of this year when we're on the brink of 2013, I can be quite proud of myself. I'm quite smug to say that I kept all my New Year's resolutions. I'm in that 46% of people after the six months. New Year's resolutions. I do like make new, making them. I like a new start. Uh, I like a fresh beginning. And even though really it's just psychological, isn't it? Because time, you know, is just continuing as normal. But I get quite excited that I think another year's gone, another year to look forward to. Lots going to happen that I'm not really sure about yet. And I'm really glad that New Year's Day has fallen on a Sunday, really, because we're here because it's Sunday. But I also feel that I'm here because I really want to start the year off by saying, God, this is your year, do what you want to do in this year for my life in 2012. And just to take the opportunity to come and give this year over to God and say, God, have this year of my life. And last time, last week, we were gathered here celebrating, but we were celebrating Christmas. And we were celebrating Jesus being born and coming into our lives on earth. 
and we had the manger. But today the manger is empty because we're not celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, but we're celebrating Jesus' life and his death as well. And we're going to do that in a moment around the communion table. And I want to focus really on communion this morning as we start this new year to say thank you, Jesus, for coming as a baby. Thank you, God, for coming down into our life uh, you know, and being born in the manger. But thank you for living and dying and all that that means for us today. I just want to read a little verse from um, John 19, and it's verse 25. It said, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, and Mary Magdalene. At the foot of Jesus' cross were these women gathered there. And I want to ask this question to us today. Um, where have you been standing, and where will you stand this coming year because there's three choices when Jesus was crucified he was crucified along two alongside two others there were three crosses there and I want to look at each cross just briefly this morning there was first of all I think the cross of waste Matthew and Mark the gospels of Matthew and Mark calls the two people either side Jesus robbers Luke calls them criminals John simply calls them others But there was this man on the side of Jesus, and he wasn't born a robber, but he became one. He wasn't born that way. Why? Why does does one one boy grow up to be law-abiding, and the other boy in the same street grow up to be a thief and a robber? Well, because probably somewhere in his life there was a story. There was a reason for that, for him becoming that criminal, becoming that robber. And it goes from bad to worse, and he becomes known as a criminal, and then he dies on that cross, simply known as other. That's his life. This man may have had something happen to him during his life, and it resulted for him in a wasted, in a wasted life, really, because there may be something that has happened. Where have you been standing? Where will you stand? You may say, I'm not a robber. And, you know, we know that God only speaks about his children as robbers with regard to the tithe in the Bible. But however, you may this last year, and we probably would hear of this testified, that the master thief, the master robber can come and rob things from us, take things from us. And we can have experiences. We can go through things in our life where things are taken away from us. And maybe you'll look back on this past year and you've been robbed, robbed of your joy, robbed of happiness, robbed of peace, love, contentment. The list could go on and you could look back and say, yeah, you know, the master robber, the master thief has stolen that from me and I've struggled this last year. And there can be a story of waste if we let those things dictate who we become, who we are. I mean, Rose said this great testimony today and... uh, You know, it's such an encouragement to to go through something and say, but I'm not going to let that determine who I am or determine who I'm going to become. So there's this story of waste, and we could stay there at that cross, that cross of waste. We could stay there and say, I've been robbed of this, I've been robbed of that, and I'm going to let that dictate my life. But I hope that this year we don't do that, that we don't stand at that cross of waste. Then there was the other cross on the other side of Jesus, the cross of confession. Matthew, Mark and John miss this point, but Luke records it. And it says this conversation between the criminal and Jesus. And he says to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replies, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. 
The other three gospel accounts just have the thief hurling insults at Jesus. But Luke's recorded this, and the criminal must have just stopped and paused for a moment and thought, actually, this is Jesus, this is the Lord. And he confessed to Jesus and put his trust in Jesus. That's a good place to be, a place for securing his eternity, of a place of confessing that Jesus is Lord. But a place maybe where not everyone will grasp it, not everyone will understand, because sometimes people see more than they hear. And people around the foot of the cross may not have realized that this man was confessing to Jesus, that this criminal was making that decision for his eternity. But he was. He was saying, Jesus, you are Lord. You know, remember me. Where have you been standing? Where will you stand? Maybe it's like this cross. Maybe we've spoken more than we've done this past year. Maybe we've promised more than we've... Uh, delivered, decided to do more than we've actually done. Because it's easy to say much and to promise much, but not always easy to deliver if you're anything like me. And that's why I started this morning by saying, you know what? Rather than making resolutions that I can't keep, I'm going to make resolutions that I can keep. (laughs) Because otherwise I just promise more than I can ever deliver, really. Maybe the cross for us today is is a cross of confession, the place of confession. And around the communion table today, we can take this opportunity to maybe, maybe confess and start again. Because the Bible reminds us that there's no condemnation in Christ, but that we can confess, be forgiven. And uh, we can have the grace and mercy of God in our lives. Or maybe it's confession of saying, Jesus, you are Lord. And I'm going to remember that this year. Jesus, you are Lord. You're Lord over my life. You're Lord over my circumstance. Whatever I'm going through, whatever it is that is ahead of me, you're still Lord of all. And there's the final cross that Jesus was on. It was the cross of sacrifice. And Matthew and John say that Jesus gave up his spirit. Mark and Luke say he breathed his last. He gave, where did he give it? He gave it up. Jesus is spirit was given up his sacrifice for the whole world but the motivation was for the father's glory he had one breath left one breath and he used it on the cross he gave everything and he when he died there was nothing left that he could have given he couldn't have given any more he gave it all where have you been standing where will you stand this coming year is it the cross of sacrifice where our earthly ambitions desires are given up to god where everything completely is sacrificed Sometimes I keep my last breath for myself. Sometimes it's difficult to give everything up. I'm always reluctant to sing that song, I Surrender All. Usually I add in an extra couple of words. Usually I add, it goes something like this, I'm going to try to surrender all, God. Because actually, I Surrender All is such a massive statement, isn't it? And sometimes it's difficult. But I do want to give everything up for God. I really do. I really want to give my life and as a living sacrifice for God. And maybe that is the cross today for you. And around the communion table today, we can say, yeah, God, again this year, I'm going to do my best to try and give everything to you. All that I am, all that I have, even my worries, even my hurts, even my burdens, my family, everything, I'm going to give over to you. Where have you been standing this past year? Where are we going to stand this coming year? Today we stand at the cross of Jesus to begin the year again with our thoughts on God. Because this is the place of true freedom, isn't it? For some of us, we may have been robbed. 
Well, I want to encourage you to come and find fulfillment at the cross. Don't let your life be determined by the things that you've been robbed from on the past year. For others of us, it may be a year by saying we're going to confess God. We're going to, you know, we've made mistakes in the past this year, but we're going to be forgiven. Or confess that Jesus, you are God. You are Lord over my life and circumstance. And for others, again, it might just be for us to say, Lord, here I am, a living sacrifice for you. I want to surrender again to you. And we're going to come now and uh, take communion and just have these thoughts maybe in your mind of those three crosses to think, where am I going to stand this coming year? Where am I going to be with God? I'm going to invite the worship group to uh, come back. Let me just read to you this great uh, passage from Romans as we come round the communion table today. It's in Romans chapter 8. It says this, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature but according to the spirit. Can I invite the service to, uh, to come up, please? Are they... Are there any here? (laughs) That's great, thanks. And the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Father God, we just gather around the communion table today. And we just want to remember what you have done for us and the significance of that. And Lord, we have in mind those three crosses. And God, we come today and we want to to be a living sacrifice for you. We want to give all for you, Lord Jesus. We want to bring our confession to you. We don't want to let the enemy rob us from anything. But God, we find fulfillment here in your cross and true freedom in you. So, Lord, we start this new year by thanking you for all that you've done. Lord, thanking you for your forgiveness, thanking you for your mercy and for your grace. Thank you that we can depend upon you. Lord, thank you that there is no condemnation, but we stand forgiven. We stand free. We stand worthy because of your blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Delancey Edom Church. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyedom.co.uk.